Hello guys and welcome to a podcast. Yes, I haven't uploaded for a while. One, because I lost my phone in an Uber and I just got it back this morning. So that's one reason and the other reason I've just been flat out busy so that's why I haven't uploaded but here I am I am back and this is a solved case this is the story of John George High the acid bath murderer is just as gruesome as his nickname suggests. So this story should be interesting. So I will get started and I will read it. In February of 1949, police raided a warehouse on Leopold Road in West Sussex, owned by John George High. Inside they found several 40-gallon drums and containers of concentrated sulfuric acid. Outside they found 28 pounds of melted human body fat, part of a human foot, human gallstones and part of a denture. It was clear to investigators from the acid inside what had happened. High had murdered somebody and dissolved their body in acid to hide his crime. Breaking Bad style. However, what would become more shocking over the course of the investigation was that he had done it before and had planned to do it again. Had it not been for one small misstep, misstep. John George High had not started out a killer. He had been born into an affluent conservative family in Yorkshire grew up attending classical music concerts and was awarded several scholarships throughout his academic life. His charmed adolescence ended at the age of 25 when he was arrested and jailed for fraud. Just months after marrying, upon his imprisonment, his new bride left him and his conservative relatives decided they wanted nothing to do with him. After serving just two years, John High was released from prison and moved to London where he became a chaffua. However, despite serving time for fraud, he continued to swindle unexpected do Googlers out of their money. He pretended to be 
a solicitor named William and and Anderson. He would frequently sell fraud stock shares from estates of his dead clients and below market rates. Eventually he was caught when one of his clients realised he had misspelled his false name on legal documents. In 1939, he was arrested and imprisoned again, this time sentenced to four years for fraud. While in prison, High realised that his biggest downfall was that he left his fraud victims alive to report the crimes. High spent the rest of his time in prison devising ways to dispose of any witnesses to the crimes that he fully intended to continue committing upon his release. He began researching the French murderer George George Alexandra Starrett, whose signature had been dissolving his victims in sulfuric acid. Using his free time, he devised his own method of dissolving bodies in various forms of acid by practicing on mice. Eventually, he found that it took 30 minutes for a small filled mouse to dissolve, and it was able to calculate how much acid and time he would need for a full-grown man. Four years later, free from prison and armed with his macrobrie knowledge, John George High took a job at an engineering firm in the accounting department. Soon after, he ran into an old friend named William McSwan, whom he had worked as a chauffeur for. McSwan told him about his new venture as a landlord, collecting rent from the tenants who stayed in his parents' multiple properties. Though he had a well-paying job at the engineering firm, I became jealous of McSwan's seemingly lavish lifestyle and the little effort he seemed to put into it. A few months later, bumping into him, I lured McSwan to an abandoned basement and hit him over the head. Using his newfound disposable method, I put Max Swan's body into a 40-gallon drum and filled it with concentrated sulfuric acid. Two days later, Max Swan was nothing more than a hundred or so pounds of sludge, which I poured down a manhole. Riding Riding the high of his successful murder, I took over McSwan's landlord duties, telling McSwan's family that he had run away to avoid being drafted. 
Eventually, when the elder mixed ones became suspicious and their son had not returned home even after a draft was over, John George High killed them as well. Left with their money and property and their properties, High had moved into an Onslow Court hotel in Ken- Kensington. However, the rough the roughly ten thousand dollars he had stolen didn't last long, as he shortly developed a grum gambling problem, running through his cash quicker than he expected. I was forced to find another wealthy couple to kill and rob. After finding interest in a house that was for sale, I murdered the owners, Dr. Archibald Henderson and his wife Rose. Both Hendersons were disposed of at the warehouse in Gloucester, where the Max One family had also been killed. The warehouse seemed to be the perfect place as it was relatively remote and contained a manhole where the human sludge could be easily disposed of. After the five murders, John Hyde rented a larger warehouse on Leopold Road with more space for his drums and acid containers. Here he would kill and dissolve his final victim. Olive Durand Deacon was a wealthy widow who lived at the Onzo Court Hotel with High. Olive thought herself something of an inventor and upon finding out that I worked at an engineering firm asked if she could talk to him about an idea she had for artificial fingernails. I took the opportunity to lure her to his warehouse and murder her. Olive Durand Deacon was the body that investigators discovered outside the Leopold Road warehouse. You see, unlike Kai's previous disposal grounds, the Leopold Road warehouse had no floor, no floor drain and no manhole access. Unable to pour the sludge quietly, into the sewers. High had been forced to dump it in a pile of rubble behind a warehouse where it was easily uncovered by investigators. Upon the discovery of Olive Durand Deacon's body, High was arrested and charged with murder. Now known in popular media as the acid bath murderer. He pleaded instantly and claimed that drinking blood of his victims had given him mad through through there. 
was no evidence that he had in fact consumed human blood. After hearing his instant insanity defence, one of the arresting officers mentioned to the prosecutors that High had asked him what chances were of being released from a psychiatric hospital versus prison. The jury then took only minutes to return a guilty verdict on High sentencing him to death. On August 10th, 1949, John George High was executed for his crimes. Now that you've read about John George High, the acid bath murderer, read about the gruesome history of serial killer Edmund Kemper. That's the end of the story. I didn't really need to read that last part. Um, but also I just want to throw out a disclaimer as well that I mean absolutely no harm to anyone who I talk about in this video. This is just a story I've looked up on the internet and that I'm reading in my podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will get another one out tomorrow or the next day okay bye guys